This is not your average podcast in the 716 with your host T on the built-in Buffalo network. Yeah, whoever wants to go first, go right ahead. I'm just a sure. A go ahead, fan. whoever. I like. I don't have a podcast or anything. I just like talking about the bills and listening about the bills, tweeting about the bills, all that good stuff. So yeah, I I enjoy this podcast a lot. It was fun the first time. I'm excited to come back and do it again, and talk to these ladies about Buffalo Bills through our first six weeks of the season. Robin, you can go next. Oh, okay. I'll go next. So I'm Robin Mundy, and I do the editor-in-chief thing for the Buffalo fan base blog. And I think I've been doing it for like 10 years. Somebody was asking me the other day. And, of course, I want everybody to know that even though we're talking about the Bills, (laughs) the Sabres are playing lights out. Had a great game last night. And I'm still flying high from it. It was, <laughs> it was after dark, baby. But I'm here to talk about the Bills with my favorite people, my favorite people in the world, and our Buffalo peeps. And Sarah is one of my favorites. Sarah. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I'm Sarah Larson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Buffalo Stampede. Um, been, you know, breaking into this pod world a little bit, love it and having a lot of fun and, um, just been enjoying it. I got to meet T finally in person, which was fun a couple weeks back, uh, in, uh, in Buffalo. So yes. looking, looking forward to keeping this going. I enjoy talking with you ladies. So let's go. Yes. Let's go. So saying that, let's go. We're going to get about the first six games of the season, and the Buffalo Bills are five and one. We're on a, a buying into this game. Our defense, our offense right now, our run game. Just give me a little bit of your thoughts. And we can start with whoever. Whoever wants to take it. Let me go first. We can go down and up. Yeah. All right. So, for the first six weeks, I was pretty impressed. Especially, like, I was pretty tough for like six weeks of the games. Like, I didn't think we were gonna win all the games we did. I thought we'd maybe go four and two, like three and three, something like that. Week one, the NFL opener against the Rams. Man, I I was not expecting to win that game. Super Bowl champs, like their their banner raising, getting their rings and everything. I was just like, I just hope it's a good game. Like, I I didn't have many expectations going into that game. I was pleasantly surprised when we destroyed them. Like that was, that was definitely yeah. fun. Like it, it also made me kind of sad. So I'm like, we could have beat the team in the Super Bowl, man. Like it made, made me a little upset, but, and then our home opener against the Titans, we absolutely embarrassed them, which was great to see. Cause I, one of the teams I can't stand is the Tennessee Titans, man. Like I just can't stand the Tennessee Titans. Like the, the, the music city, debacle like the, like the whole them beating us the past two years i just i just don't like the titans and then um the miami game fr- frustrating but with all the injuries we had with like our entire defense out basically our entire offensive line going down by the end of the game like we only lost by two like i i was expecting to win that game with all the injuries but coming like in between two points of winning the game was very um a l- little hope it's like okay this team has fight we, we can do it and then then the whole 
uh, like the whole conversation was uh, the Bills can't win close games, can't win close games. Then we come back and beat the Ravens the next week. So <laughs> that was definitely fun. And then um, the Steelers game, I watched it with um, my friend's dad, who's a Steelers fan. And I felt bad for him the entire time. So I'm like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even like cheer that loud because his team is just getting demolished. And then the Chiefs win. Um, I didn't even watch that game. I was at a wedding that weekend. So I was sitting there, like, looking at updates the entire time, really stressing out. And when we won, I was like, okay, I can, I can calm down and have fun at this wedding. But that that was a great game, a much-needed win to get the number one seed in the AFC. So first six weeks, this team is rolling. This team's hot. This team's what I expect coming into the season. And I'm very excited because after the bye week, it gets a lot easier for us, hopefully. It gets a lot easier. We can hopefully keep the number one seed in the AFC East and – in the, in the AFC and in a whole, and hopefully the Super Bowl run through Buffalo. Yeah. So I, uh, if you would have told me at the beginning All of the right. season that we would be five and one, I would not have yeah, believed you guys. <laughs> and if you would have said that our lone loss was to the freaking Dolphins, I would have laughed <laughs> at you. But um, I, I know, Robin, you're making that sick face. It makes me sick too because you know, obviously, I live in South Florida. So I, I hear it all the time. So whenever even just going to the grocery store, it's a, you know, it's one of those things that you have to hear all the time, but um, you know, going into the, the opener, the season opener, I actually had a little bit of a different feeling. Not a good, I felt like there was a good chance we could win because a lot of times the Super Bowl, you know, the, the Super Bowl, Victor comes in and yeah. they don't, they, they kind of have that hangover. I think that's what I was yeah. there, so. Oh, well, of course. But they kind of <laughs> have that hangover and everything else. I did not know what we were going to look like without Trey White. So my biggest concern was that corner. And, you know, I have been pleasantly surprised throughout yes. the season so far how we've handled that. Um, offensively, you know, I mean, the statistics tell everything. We've been unstoppable literally unstoppable and what's crazy about that is if you look at how many people you know Gabe Davis was it himself for a whole you know whole game he missed a game Knox missed a game like we have we still haven't been our whole selves yet and so Crowder's been out for the last two weeks you know like I think and I'm actually kind of happy. I, I know it's terrible, but it's it's given Shakir a, a chance to come in. Uh, who I love. And, I love and I love him. And I can't wait to see where, you know, what he's gonna be doing going forward. Um, but the whole the whole season so far as a whole, you know, I, I hate the Miami loss. We beat ourselves on that game. We definitely did. The you know, the weather, everything that factored into that. Um, I, I feel, I feel very confident moving forward. I don't think that we'll be perfect. I think that there's always those games that you're going to have the weather or you beat yourself and, you know, we'll, we'll have, you know, a stumble here and there, but to know that we're, you know, we've done this just with our depth because, you know, even de I mean, on defense, we've had so many people go down on, you know, the our you know defensive tackles have been rotating through like crazy <laughs> and we have people coming in like freaking brandon bryant who killed it and was actually the reason why we won the the ravens game yeah so our depth has been crazy and i'm looking really i really am looking forward to see when trey comes back what the, what this defense is going to look like you know moving forward but statistically to be first in 
um, you know, in offense. And I think we're second on defense. Uh, we're we're destroying it. And I can't wait to see with a healthy team what, what it's going to look like. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here thinking about what it must have been like to be in facts, South facts, Florida facts. after that Dolphins game. <laughs> oh, it was, been it's been miserable. Way. It's been and now that they've lost, I think, oh. what is it, three in a row? They're yeah, starting to quiet a little bit. They're starting to quiet down. But, you know, to them, they literally won their Super Bowl, which I get because when we, you know, beat Kansas City or we used to, when we would beat, you know, the Patriots, like right. it was a big deal. So for them, it was a big deal. I get it. But like, shut your mouth now. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> Seriously. I just, I, I can't imagine. Just from what I saw fans on social media, that was all I needed to see. Oh. Okay. I'm going to kind of go along the same lines as both. Sarah that was our and Super Bowl. Boy. Thank you yeah. so much for your comments. Um, I won't go game by game because I have more of an overview thought, you know, going into this season, there was so much pressure on the bills. Like I haven't seen before in terms of expectations yeah. and I was concerned, okay, is this team going to be able to live up to the hype? Cause the hype was there and the hype was all over the place, you know, before the season started. So my my thought, my summary was, my summary thought is, it's a phrase, we are who they thought we were, okay? <laughs> I do think we are who we thought they, you know, who they thought we were. I think we are exceptional. Um, just like Sarah said, you know, we've had so many rotating people going in and out in terms of depth that... We have no way of knowing what this team is going to be like when they put it all together. You get Trey White back. You get, you know, our defensive line healthy. You get our offensive line healthy. I I think that this team has an unbelievable amount of potential, both on offense and defense. And I love Shakir, by the way. I just want to put that in there, too. Um, I, I love Isaiah McKenzie, but Shakir is getting ready. You know, and and I think that he's going to play a role as the season goes on, an increasing role. Um, I'm sorry that we lost Crowder. Um, I, you know, do we get him back this year at all? I'm not sure. They never put him on IR, so I have a feeling, or I, at least I don't believe that they did. But even if they they did, um, I'm not sure. It's yeah, I believe it's probably you know four to six. Yeah, I think it's, you know, four, you know, four weeks and, uh, you know, with uh, what he, I think it was like a fracture or I don't know if it was a clean break or yeah, not. I think it was, a, it was a leg fracture. I think it was a leg fracture. I right, right. Well, sometimes, you know, it's amazing that sometimes they heal fast and sometimes they, you know, take you out for the season. Yeah. But anyway, at any rate, you know, the other thing I hear people talking about in terms of the six games, now everybody's trying to figure out, who are we going to trade for? The trade deadline's coming up. <laughs> we didn't get Christian McCaffrey. Some people were crying, you know. I didn't their, want him. I didn't want him. Did you I wouldn't have mind him, but not for but what yeah. not for what we paid. No. Or what they what they got. So and then I wanted to say with Crowder, the only thing I miss with him is special teams. I, I'm I is special yeah. teams. And we our special teams has kind of been the thorn in our side. Yeah. So I, I do miss you know him having that confidence of him as yeah. our return, especially pun returning. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. absolutely. So overall, first six games, I think we are who we, you know, they thought we were. We are who we thought we were. Now the question is moving forward. The only difference, uh, you know, that I might add in terms of what's left in the season coming ahead, and and I've been thoroughly, like, chastised for saying this on social media, but I'm telling you, the Jets scare me. <laughs> and I think that the, the Jets are the one team that I'm worried about, you know, the, the Jacksonville game from last year, okay? Um, no. I, I hope because the Jets are four and two. Um, you know, I hope they, they take it seriously and they don't just think, okay, well, this is like the Jacksonville game. And but it's not quarterback. Play. They're not, their quarterback is not all that. I, listen, Zach Wilson has to show me more. Yeah, and if there's anything, their defense is definitely stepping up. So I don't, I, I'm, I'm not afraid of, I'm also, afraid of anybody will be Dolph, the Dolphins again, but the Jets does, one doesn't scare me. Makes me mad because I I wanted Brees Hall in the draft. Yeah, so did I. Oh, we we can't take a running back first yeah. round. We can't do that. And it's like, no, he's showing that he is a first round talent, and now the Jets have him, and it just makes yeah. me mad. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> just makes but that's mad. what that's yeah. their strength right now is Brees yeah. Hall and their defense. Um, Robin, were you yeah. done? Yeah. Oh, makes me mad. Yeah. 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 Definitely, because it's definitely not quarterback play. It's not quarterback play at all. Also, the Patriots, man, they're surprising me. I thought they were going to be terrible, and they're well, not. They, they are. Like we can, they are. Yes, <laughs> it's just their defense. Defense and yeah, I, if Bailey Zappi the next defense. Tom Brady, I'll be so mad. I'll be oh. so mad. I hope not. Yeah, I really hope not. Ah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh, I think T. We look great. And we, you guys spoke about the injuries and how. Do you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. No, anyway. Does anybody hear me? Uh, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You guys hear me? Okay, cool. Yeah. So our first two games, uh, our first two games were great. You know, we came out, no injuries. And then the injury bug hit us. And we, we, were, we were bad. We were down bad. So how do you guys feel now um, looking back on that that Miami game? And I think, Sarah, you have said your feelings. A bunch of you, you guys have said your feelings about it. How do you feel about that Miami game? And um, to me, it looked like New England. So how do you guys feel? Um, for the Miami game, I mean, I I mean, before the season started, I had a split with them me? anyway. Can you hear me? Okay, cool. So for Miami, I, I had a splitting with them anyway. I, I thought we were going to lose, like, at least one game to them. Like, I thought we were going to go 5-1 in the division, and then we were going to lose to Miami at least one game. So did I want to lose to them? No. But, like, I wasn't surprised that we lost because I thought we were going to – because they're a good team. They have Tyreek Hill. They have Jalen Waddle. Tua has developed a little more this season. Um, they always have a good defense. So, like, I, I didn't – like, I, I wanted to win the game, obviously, but – the way we lost is a little frustrating because, like, we were so close to winning, and there was just a lot of mistakes that we made that prevented us from winning the game. Like, we like we should have won that game, mm-hmm. and so we're zero and one in division right now. But I think that's going to change. Obviously, we're still number one in the AFC East. I'm not really concerned about our place in the AFC East. I think we're the best team in the AFC East, and it, it shows. But 
for Miami, like when it happened, I was I was pissed, but looking back in hindsight, I'm like, oh, we're, we're we're fine. Like it's it'll be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that that's how most of us feel now that we've kept on winning and we've won, you know, pretty and, convincingly. And they've lost, so that's that's kind of helped. Yeah, <laughs> and we've won pretty convincingly for for most part. You know, Baltimore um, was one of those games that we had to fight back, which I enjoyed um, having us fight back with that, even with additional injuries. Um, Kansas City, I was, you know, looking at that game and saying, you know, that was my one nervous game, you know, going into the um, the the season, like really nervous game. But that's just because I hate playing in, in Kansas City. Yeah. But um, with the, the Miami game, how it unfolded, I think, was what kind of ticked me off so much was we – won that game, you know, with all statistically, if you look at that, I mean, like... we destroyed them in every facet of the game in except for the score. And that's what, what ends up mattering the win loss in the, in the end. So it was, that was the part that was frustrating is because of a couple of mistakes and the injuries and as much as many injuries, as many people that went down to have it still be so close um, Tua should I mean, not for nothing. Tua should have never came back into that game. Yeah. Um, and if Tua never came back into that game, I think that we would have ran away with that game. No offense, you know, to to Teddy, we just would have went crazy on that game. I think them coming, I think Tua coming back was a little bit of a um, like a, a pick me up, and then our mistakes was a little bit more of a pick me up you know, drop touchdown passes. You know, it, it just, you know. Pass missing like a 30-yard field goal, which you never yeah. did. Allen not even be able to get a pass 10 yards to the end zone. Like, it just, we didn't look like ourselves. And, I, you know, I was at the, the, the game. It was, and I was on the, the Bills sideline. So, I, the heat was just ridiculous. And I you say it over and over again. I go to. Miami Hurricane games. I know you were hot. Yeah. I, I mean, I go all the time. I've been doing it for, for 20 years now. There is a huge difference on that sideline. Huge. And I'm used to it. And I could still tell you it was one of the worst games I've ever been to with, with heat. And I mean, I had a fan, I had, you know, three, four waters. Like I actually asked the people behind me, I was like, can I have some of your Gatorade? Because they wouldn't sell anymore, like in the fourth quarter. I was like that. I mean, I knew them, but still, it was like it was that bad. It was extremely what? hot. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was bad. So to have these guys, and to even have Josh say that he had to wait until um, you know Friday to feel like himself again, like that's huge. And, you know, so we Didn't know how much he had out like, of full that. body cramps and stuff like that. Like, yep. Yeah, and then you know. I know that um, Diggs said that he had two IVs, one in each arm. Like, it was one of those games that just kicked us in the butt from, you know, from just the, a weather perspective. So, and then the injuries kind of piled up on top of that. But I'm glad that we've been able to overcome the the injuries. And it goes, it, I wanted, I literally want to hug, you know, Bean when I, when I ever get to, a chance to meet him in person. <laughs> because the amount of depth that he is, you know, has given us is just, it's it's proven now. I mean, even our our you know our DBs, and then to have Hamlin stepping up and Jaquan Johnson. I mean, we were we were missing our two All Pro safeties. Uh, you know, and 
yeah. kind of didn't miss a beat. So There's I'm just really happy. Yeah, I'm just really happy that we've overcome the injuries and I'm going to knock on wood. I'm from, I'm from upstate New York, so we do this. We knock on wood to make sure we're not jinxing ourselves. <laughs> but I'm I'm just really happy and I'm looking forward to being healthy and coming back from this bye week and having pretty much a full strength roster. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, if, if I go back to the Miami game and, and I do want to for a minute, um, I can't even get myself to feel anything but loathing and some anger about <laughs> the organization and the way that they handled Tua. Oh, yeah. Good and job. if Tua comes back to play, I'm telling you, if, so, if, if he gets hit in the head again, it's, it's, it's going to be scary. You know, there's been some top neurologists that have come out and, and written letters, you know, in um, the New York Times, et cetera, you know, begging him to retire. And, you know, Sarah was talking about this, you know, once before about the heat, you know, and being on that sideline, 25 degrees hotter, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it was bad, but they don't even take care of their own players, you know, yeah. You know, Tua should not be out there. He should not be out there. And it's it's one of those things that we're going to talk about, you know, in the years to come. Because I love having Tua out there, frankly, because I don't I, I'm not a fan of Tua. I think that when he plays for Miami, we can take advantage of him and our defense will just, you know, keep <laughs> intercepting the ball and um, have <laughs> outcome. But you know, frankly, from a health perspective, I can't get past his coach. Be you honest. Know, still don't have the true story about what went down with him and why he was back in the game and all of that. So as far as lied. Miami said, coming said it was to a back Buffalo, too, I hope I hope it's 10 degrees. I really hope that it snows. And I hope that McDaniel has as many um, icicles on his nostrils as Wanstead did once. Be but careful. I, I will be at that game as well. So I don't want it to be too bad. We should shove all the snow and put it on the Miami yeah. side. Yeah, that's what I'm – we can move it all to one side. Yeah. I like that. Uh, all right. So. Yeah, exactly. We'll move it all to one side of the stadium. Um, <laughs> as, far as, you know, as far as the Patriots go – terms of Bill Belichick's defense is almost always going to be good. You know, he's going to, he's going to have whoever, whoever is out there, it doesn't matter who it is. They're going to overproduce um, because that's what he does. Offensively, I don't know what the Patriots are doing. I just have absolutely no clue. You know, is it Mac Jones? Is it zappy? You know, what's going on there on <laughs> offense and having Matt Patricia running in the offense, and God knows what. Um, yeah, the Patriots, even though they look strong, kind of a mess. And we'll have to wait. Um, you know what what happens there, but they don't they don't scare me. Um, certainly not like they used to. Okay. Yeah, no, but they're just like surprising that they're still like okay. kind of good. Surprises. Right. So, speaking about surprises, 
Nice segue. Thank you. Is there any surprises so far for you guys? Um, surprises. I'll, I'll go first. Um, I have like positive surprises and negative surprises. So my positive surprises are definitely the young guys stepping up. I was definitely surprised by um, Christian Benford. Like the six, he's a six yeah. round pick, and he basically took over the job of our first round corner for I think what two weeks, and he he really like he solidified that he is a good solid corner. Like he's not Trey White or anything, but like he's definitely a a competent second uh, corner too. And then um, Dane Jackson has really stepped up as corner one for Trey White. I like I always liked Dane Jackson over Levi Wallace. I thought he was more physical and had better like ball skills and Levi Wallace I always thought he should have got the shot at CB2 so I, I was surprised by our, our young secondary really stepping up even Damar Hamlin taking the mm-hmm. place of Micah Hyde is, has done a really good job with Hoyer back there um, and then Kalisha Kier who I thought like man what what a what a steal in the fifth round for the Buffalo Bills like he just is so good at everything he does like he gets a, a little screen pass takes a 10 yards like that's that's what we needed. We didn't have any yak receivers. He's a yak receiver. Even right. Isaiah Hodgins, who's been on who's been on the team for four years, three years, long as Gabe Davis, and he he stepped up in big moments in, in the um, Pittsburgh game. Like they they really a lot of the young guys have really stepped up. Like the whole next man up mentality has been a big <clears throat> focus this year, especially with all the injuries, and they've all done a really good job of showing what they got and, and making plays when they needed to make plays. And then um, for negative, like in terms of offensively, Jameson Crowder. I just um I thought he's gonna be a little more explosive, Cole Beasley. I don't know why I thought that. Like he just like when we played when he was on the Jets and he played against us, he's always really explosive and really good. I don't know if he just doesn't have a good rapport with Josh Allen or it's not always on the same page, but I don't know. Every like every time he's on the field he doesn't really flash for me. Like like also he's also injured, but when he before he was injured, he still like didn't really give me what I thought he was gonna give me as a slot receiver. But um other than that, everybody's been really good. Those are the big surprises for me. Yeah, I think for me, um, I haven't been surprised a lot with with the Bills right now. I, I feel like you know we expect you know we expected to be where we are at a, to a certain extent. I am surprised, you know, a little bit that we haven't really used uh, Cook a lot but uh you know he hasn't showed um what he's capable of yet i feel like knox hasn't been used tight end hasn't been used enough in my opinion um so once we get that back down um i feel like that will be even another uh resource that we have which is going to be crazy um but morris has surprised me at tight end and I've actually loved it because I was fighting all summer long to to keep him you know hopefully having the bills keep him um I was not uh against having him be our tight end too at all so I was very excited to uh to see him excel um and he's had a couple of really amazing catches oh I my god (laughs) my surprise in a in a negative way I would say would be Mackenzie, I, I am, I love, I love Isaiah. Like most people who know me know how much I love him. You know, South Florida, um, you know, went to school right around the corner from where I live. Like I've always loved him. Um, and he's kind of disappointed me this year so far. 
Um, not only when he's been put back there to return, but when he's in the game. And I, I just feel, and I don't know if that's because we're not, you know, we're not using him correctly. Um, but his, when he is being used, there's mistakes, whether it's, um, he's being, you know, careless with the football or he's not, uh, really focusing on, you know, what he should be doing. I have not seen what, you know, what I really wanted to see from him this like, year. Like even little things like, you know, how easily you catch the ball and you know where the first down is. Right. Like he doesn't have that. I don't know if it's like a niche thing, but like he does a thing where he'll dance and then it's, and then like you, you got to get the first down, dude. Like just go yeah. get the first down. Like right. those frustrating things like that. Yeah, like, and I, that's I, what it, that's exactly the word. He's yeah. been frustrating to me this right. year. And then um, my other big surprise, I would say, is I I kind of felt like the the two East, if we're talking NFL to begin with, um, AFC East, NFC East. I kind of felt like. You know, we might have been the the easier of the divisions. Um, and I felt like Philadelphia was going to run away with it in the NFC East, and we were going to run away with it in the AFC East. So out of surprising, you know, surprises for the NFL as a whole, it, you know, that's it. We're like, you know, yeah. we're actually the two of the be- the the better divisions. And the AFC and West. The West looks like crap. I mean, yeah. Denver and Denver and Vegas are, you know, even the they look bad. Look they don't even look. They don't even look average. They look bad, and the Chargers kind of look average. So, you know, Kansas City is Kansas City. They're not the Kansas City though of the past, and and I really do feel that. So, I feel like this is our year to to exploit that. So, but those are my, you know, kind of surprises. I would say. Yeah, and. No. You brought up, Sarah, good point about tight ends. I love Quentin yes. Morris because he's a Mac. He's our Mac guy. <laughs> um, and he's a good dude, too. And it's great to see him out there. And I do think he has a good shot at being TE, too. But like you said. they don't use Tommy Sweeney, man, at all. And if third yeah. one, they know, like, he's never on the field. Yeah. He actually had one catch, I think, last week that yeah, was a good catch, too. So he I was, was like, hey, now we're getting Tommy yeah, Sweeney involved. Kansas City. He was on a city. Yeah. yeah, it's just like one more piece of depth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting thing you, you bring up about Dawson, about tight end usage. And we haven't really looked at much in the way of um, utilizing the tight end position, which seems to be like a chronic problem with the Bills going back to like Ernie Warlick in the 60s. I mean, we just never have had a Travis Kelsey um, really kind of player. Dawson Knox, I think we're going to see more of him as the season goes on. That's what I'm hoping for. I think, honestly, you guys, when I saw him react, when he had the touchdown pass to win the game, I'm certain that he's struggling immensely, Mm -hmm. you know, losing his brother. And I think, I'm pretty sure McDermott, is kind of bringing him along slowly, you know, and letting him be in games where he's blocking and, you know, he's not having the game on his, on his back, so to speak. And, and for him to get that touchdown pass was huge, I think. And will probably lead into seeing more of Dawson Knox as the season goes on. And I was so happy for him because you could see how much it meant to him to, to kind of break through, you know, to, to really do something for the team. 
um, in celebration of his brother and the loss of his brother. Uh, that that's tough, but I'm hoping that we do see more of, of the tight end position. As far as surprises go, this one's going to be really weird um, because it shouldn't be a surprise at all, but I'm weird anyway. Um, the addition of Von Miller. Oh my okay. God. You know, I knew he was good. I knew he was dynamic. I knew his numbers, but what I didn't know is what kind of team chemistry he brings with him in terms of bringing along younger players and doing, you know, just doing the stuff that he's doing in terms of solidifying. Yes. He's the face of our yes. defense now. You know, Josh Allen is the face of our offense, clearly, and our team leader. Don't and, blink. You know, I yeah. love that. Blink. I love that saying. Oh, you know, he just has come. And he knew, you know, he knows spiritually what his mission is. You, he, he's very clear about he's going to, you know, he wants to be the one to bring the Lombardi to Buffalo. And I say, yes, let's do it. Um, but Von <laughs> has been a pleasant surprise to me. And I didn't think I could be surprised by him. He's on pace for what, like 17 sacks? It's like 30. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. At first, Russo, Russo was on pace too. Um, he had four throughout the first four games, but unfortunately he's kind of, he hasn't had a, a sack the last couple of games, but, um, and then now Vaughn's picked it up. So I'm really excited. I think Russo is at the point now though, that he's excelling because of Vaughn. Yes. I, I, just, I keep on calling it every time I talk about it. I call it the Von Miller effect. Yep. He yeah. had, what he's you had on these guys. Okay, now the one other thing now we were talking because Nautica did a nice thing in terms of breaking this down. My disappointment, and it's not a great one, but it is a little, and it probably goes back to me clinging to the good old days, but I would really like to see our running game be more dynamic, okay? Yeah, we, yeah. It, the Kansas City game was good because Singletary broke some stuff, you know, and, and it looked like, okay, we're going to – we're, you know, we're going to have that element of our game. I don't quite trust it yet. And so as we move forward, I'm looking forward to seeing our running game just be a little more dynamic. So when we have to switch the running game, we can do it consistently and I'll feel a whole lot better. That's yeah, I'm kind of looking I, forward to us keeping Moss inactive. I know that sounds yeah. terrible. I but, agree with you. I can't. I, I mean, can't with him. I feel no, yeah. like Singletary needs the the reps. He's RB one. Yeah, and I feel like we're never gonna see what Cook can provide if he doesn't get a couple more, you know, tries. So the only way he's gonna get those tries is if we have those two active on game day, and then we have you know uh, Taiwan in there as a pinch if we if we need him. Um, I. I hope Moss is, you know, inactive again this week. I really do. Awesome. I'd like to see what they have. And at the same time, as much as I cringe every time Josh Allen runs with the ball, <laughs> I mean, realistically, you know, he's it's the most a weapon. Pressure, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, well, and we're not we're not that bad. I think we're averaging a little over 100. I think it's 115 yards a game. Unfortunately, though, he's you know 40 percent of that. So. That's the only thing that I would like to change with the running game is have it be our running backs um, that's given us I those, like uh, those yards. James Cook in a more like Alvin Kamara role, 
Yes. Throw some screens his way. Do some. Yes. And that's what he is. That's he what he should be. That's what he was at Georgia. Like, yeah. that is his that is his role and what he should be. So yeah. I, you know, I'm hoping we finally start to see a little so bit more of that is his confidence. Screenplay. Yes. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah, we need he needs the confidence. About Josh Allen and running is I don't care. They can say what they want to say. They can do what they want to do. He, if he sees something green in the field, oh, he's, gonna, <laughs> he's going. There's like he's going, and and, I mean, and thing that I'm 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 kind of trying to have to deal with this too because this is this is my eighth year, seventh year of watching Josh Allen. You know, when he played at Wyoming, he did the same thing, and you know, I I cringe just like everybody does, but I also know that inside his little soul is a yeah. person that you know what you can tell him not to run. But his run and him leaping over the yeah, defender again cool. in Kansas City, it's almost comical at this point. It but, is. I mean, that play is what I I really – I mean, it, it extended the drive. It gave us the first – like, it, and it, it propelled us to, you know, the next play, which was the Dawson Knox touchdown. Like, I think that's just – Well, it was the second play after that. But That's, that's just Josh. Like, you see, he's going to do anything – to win it's the game, tough. it doesn't matter. Like yeah. that's just who he is, and yeah, I, I love just, it. But it's also just who he is. That's just who he is. Hope and pray that they out of him. He lives through the experience, but he's always been that way. And that's the thing. That's the thing, you guys, that we saw in him at Wyoming that people didn't understand when we kept trying to say, look at you, give him a chance, let him learn his mechanics. He had clown feet, you know, his mechanics were terrible, but that <laughs> was something that you always knew with Josh. He was going to work hard. He was going to do whatever it took to improve his craft and look at where he's at. He's amazing. He's absolutely superseded my expectations, which were high enough for him. And he's MVP, dude. It's crazy is crazy. Yeah. He's crazy. And and we're all the beneficiary <laughs> of it. And we just have to hope that, you know, the good fortune stays with him in terms of his hurdling and God knows what else is coming. I'm knocking <laughs> on wood yet again. Just yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. I want Duke Johnson um, active. So that's my only, um, my only thing. But we spoke <laughs> about Dawson Knotts and him being MIA in this game plan, and I don't know if it's situational football, but I would love to see Knox again in this in this offense. But let's move on. Um, the Bills are five and one, and the narrative going into Kansas City or coming out of Kansas City was we barely won that game, and we only won it because um, Mahomes didn't play well. What's your guys' uh, what's your takes on this Kansas City game? Um, I'll, I'll go first here. Yeah, I want to go first. I just want to say, um, as far as a narrative goes, I don't really care, you know, what, <laughs> what the, you know, what the narrative is. And, you know, you mentioned that um, Mahomes didn't play well. I think the reason Mahomes didn't play well is because our defense didn't let him play well. And, and that part of it, we have to, you know, we have to take some solace in in terms of, you know, our defense made him look pedestrian at times. And Von Miller got two sacks. He had two interceptions. 
you know, he was he was not on his game, but partly because our defense was, you know, hustling after him. And our, just like Sarah mentioned before, we have depth players that came out in that game and really showed. And it made me feel good because it's like, okay, so all these depth players are getting all this experience now. And moving forward, you know, if we get our regular guys back and we're full strength, we're going to feel pretty comfortable if something happens and we have to bring our depth players back in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. But as far as the narrative with Kansas City goes, you know what? They can stuff it. You know, we won the game and, you know, we have to win a playoff game there. Yes. Okay, fine. We will. You know, it's, it's going to happen. So that's what I think about the KC narrative. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's always going to be a narrative. Um, whether, you know, if we lost the game, there would have been a narrative why we lost. So it, it's just one of those things that, you know, it's a regular season game. Is it important? A hundred percent. Because, yeah. you know, no matter what, we wanted that game for our peace of mind, I believe. I You know, I hate the the thought process of, you know, Casey is, is that our kryptonite. Like I, like, I'm glad we won the game for that reason. I'm glad yeah. that we now hold, you know, that the tiebreaker against them, you know, we're up technically two games on them right now for, you know, the head of the, you know, um, the AFC conference as a whole, I want the playoffs to go through Buffalo. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I want to see how that feels having an AFC championship game in Buffalo. Um, but the narrative, you know, we did it, we and we were still doing it for the the Dolphin game. You know, it was all of our injuries and yada yada yada. It was the heat. We all do it, and and after every time, you know, you win or lose, you know, you're gonna hear it. Kansas City, it was all well. We had two rookie corners, and well, so do we, <laughs> like, yeah. for the most part. You know, I mean, and then we have you know our third string um, as well in there. So like, it it's one of those things. Like I'm. I, we can hear the narratives, but it doesn't bother me. Um, my one thing that I want to make sure going forward is that we don't overlook games. And um, and I feel like, you know, I was nervous with the Pittsburgh game that we were going to overlook that for the Kansas City game, and we didn't. So I feel the whole don't blink one game at a time, you know, you know, take everything the um, you know as they come. I'm, I hope they continue with that because Green Bay is not playing well at all. And, and that could be one of those games that, you know, if you put your guard down, um, it's going to it's gonna be one of those games because the next game after that's the Jets. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that you think about, well, the Jets game's coming up and they're in our division. If they keep on winning, like, that becomes a really important game. So I hope they don't, they're not looking, you know, forward. But I don't care about the narrative. I'm with you, Robin. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. Like, I, I just thought it was funny that, like, going into this game, Kansas City was like, oh, we have two rookie corners, and I'm like, so do we, and they, so from some reason, forgot that Taron Johnson, for like, does they forgot that he existed, then he picked off Mahomes at the end, yeah. so that was funny. Keep on um, but, Beautiful. yeah, I mean, yeah. for me, this, look, this happened last year, week five, we had a big win against Kansas City, Josh hurdled over a Chiefs defender, and then the playoffs would happen, we lost. So, I think this game, it, it was definitely important for getting okay. the number one seed, and, um, solidifying not solidifying yet but like making sure that we have that tiebreaker against Kansas City if something happens 
But for me, it's about the playoffs. We have not beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs. I want to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, and hopefully it is in Buffalo this time. So yep. in that perspective, yes, it is important. But yes. like Josh has every every week, 1-0, one, one game at a time. Yep. I, I think people are trying to pump up this game more than the Bills are pumping up this game. But I, I do agree that, like, the narratives are dumb. Like it's just it's just a media driven thing. Like it's 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 a week it's a season week week, week six victory week five victory. So really? yes, it's it's it's. I do I like beating the Chiefs? Yes, but I want to beat them in the playoffs. That's the most right. important perspective. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I love beating the Chiefs. I love beating the Chiefs. I love beating the Chiefs. Playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. I know it's early, but what are guys MVP right now? MVP right now is if you Josh have to pick Allen. a player. Oh yeah, Josh Allen. I don't think that you're going to get a different answer from yeah. any of us. No, it's Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay. And statistically, it shows. Like right now, he. I, is... I got a different sir. Really? Defensively, defensively, I think it's Matt Milano. He's well, okay. In the whole NFL, though, are we the talking? NFL or we're talking about the team. Bill. Okay, I'm sorry. Said the team. My bad. Oh, the team. But yes, okay. for the Buffalo Bills. For yeah. Okay, so MVP Josh Allen, defensive player of the year for the Buffalo Bills is Matt Milano. He, he it's either that Von Miller, or Matt. Okay. Matt Milano's been everywhere. I think he's the most underrated linebacker in the league. He's one of the best, and I feel like he doesn't get the credit for it. Do I I, I I like Tremaine Edmonds? Don't get me wrong. I think he's a good player, but Matt Milano is the better linebacker, and he's the the yes. one of the best linebackers in the NFL. I yeah. agree to a certain extent, but I believe that Milano and Edmonds are kind of like Hyde and Poyer. So yeah, they're, they're, I believe they're, they're Batman. I, I I do think Milano flat I don't know, flashes more on the mm -hmm. field. He just he's just everywhere. Every time I look at Matt. Yeah, Milano. but I yeah I I personally think that it's because of what Edmonds is asked to do. So but I think that the reason why Milano looks so good this year is a combination, not only because of our defensive tackles, but also because Milano and Edmonds together. When they're not playing at the same time, Milano doesn't look as good. And, and we saw that the game that Edmonds was out. Now, not saying that we didn't play, you know, terrifically. It was still, you know, we still were, were great. Milano is still a, a great um, linebacker. It's when he has those flashes. It's because Edmonds is on the field as well, in my opinion. Yeah, so. I, 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 agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think both our linebackers are underrated um, in in that respect. And it's interesting what you're saying, Sarah, because I'm I'm going to think about that more. You know, the chemistry that exists between Edmonds and Milano, um, it does seem to show. You know, from from what you're saying, I need to like process that more. But I agree with Nautica. Oh, my God. You know, Milano is so underrated. And when he was put as a spy on Mahomes, I was loving it because he's very <laughs> athletic. And, you know, he he's good. You know, he'll he'll track him down. And he did. did. And I, I think he really is very underrated. The other thing that's good about Milano this year is, cross your fingers, he stayed healthy so far. And that's big. Knock on some wood. First couple years, injuries <laughs> and yeah, that sort of thing. But I think having a healthy Milano is very is a very good thing for Edmonds as well. 
Robin, Robin, yes. Robin, yes. we're not going to talk about injuries, but yeah. if something <laughs> happens, I'm going to, I'm coming, I'm coming there. I'm, I'm coming, coming for there. But I have to say, I'm coming for you. Um, I have to say, I, I, I guess I didn't put it right. I meant to say team. But for me, as a team, it would have to be Morris because Mitch Morris is playing out of his mind. So that's yeah, my yeah. MVP for the team. And you could see it in the Miami game. He's he blocking. Was, I, I wasn't even he's running, thinking he's, about him. When you really notice it, when Mitch Morris is not yes. in the lineup, yeah. oh. and I and I I'm so happy to see him yeah. because out there doing his thing. And are we getting to the point where Aaron Cromer is, you know, his magic is starting to come together with this offensive line a little bit? Um, Morse, it seems like Cromer is very good at taking what each player does well i had i think it might have been Dion dawkins that explained this why he liked cromer so much because he said he doesn't try to fit one person's you know attributes into the next offensive lineman you know he does he, he's it's not a cookie cutter thing with him and so every offensive lineman gets their own attention well Mitch morse he's a pro's pro and I agree, he's having a he's having a hell of a year. Mm -hmm. And if you if you just watch his leadership, that's an issue too. You know, in terms of bringing everybody together, I I couldn't agree more. Um, Mitch Morris is critical um, to our to our offensive line and how it performs. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. It's more when he's not in the game. Yes. You know, when when you see the difference and everything. But again, I'm going to say um, the, the depth, even, you know, we were joking at the, the Kansas City game when uh, Brown went went down and we were talking about it all afterwards. And one of my friends was like the one of the Kansas City guys was like, oh, sucks for you. You guys, you know, lost your your tackle. They were like, "Oh no, our our backup is you know was the starting tackle for the Tennessee Titans last year." They're like, "Wait, what? Your backup?" So you know, it was kind of joking was about that. Afterwards, I'm like, "This team, man. Like, the one thing though oh, is I still don't feel like I don't feel like the offensive line has 100% gotten to where it could be. So yeah. you know, because there's just been so much rotation right now. So once that's healthy and we have more reps of them all performing together at this. I, I just, I can't wait. And I think it's going to open up our run game a little bit more as well. Um, hopefully we're, we're all, we all want to see it. Um, I mean, that, that, that's what you want to click right in December, like November, like those right. later months. Yeah. We don't want to peak now. Yeah. You're right. So, so I'm fine with that. Yeah. But interesting take T. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't think as well because, Sorry, I was gonna say I wouldn't think too much about the the role players being. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I, I like that. I like that. Um, but before we get out of here, I got a question for you guys, and I didn't give you this because I want the top of your head. So before last year, everybody was saying Leslie Frazier is going to be a head coach. How do you guys feel now that our defense is? Top five, top two, whatever the case may be. How do you feel Leslie Frazier being here next year? I'm still being above. I don't think so. I'll oh, I'll no. take this one first for the first for you know for the this time. I I actually I'm hoping we can keep uh, Dorsey one more year. I don't think that's going to happen either though. 
Um, I would like to believe that, you know, some people are going to say that it's because he has Josh Allen. So maybe we get him for another year. But the one thing that I love is I feel like even if we do lose Frazier and it's deserving, he, he deserves to, to, you know, be taken, you know, off our hands. He deserves that head coaching position. Um, I, I just like the fact that I think that we'll keep it. Another internal. head coaching position. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that we'll keep an internal. I think that if uh, we lose Dorsey or if we lose um, Frazier, that uh, we have that that hierarchy now within our system where it's, you know, okay. So in, in my opinion, on offense, it, you know, we would have Brady come up. And then on it defense, yeah, on defense, it'll, you know, probably be Washington or Babbage. So I'm okay with, with either and keep the consistency. That's the biggest thing I think that um, – you know, is a benefit from having Dorsey, you know, fill in for, for Dayball is a lot of it's the same, but then there's little, you know, little things that um, he's throwing in. And I think that that kept the consistency on offense. And, you know, I think that we'll continue that. I just have to laugh at you saying he, he threw it in. Remember when he threw his <laughs> That's him though. He's psycho. He really is. We joked about we joked about it 20 years ago. That's his personality. He is, he does not like to lose at all. And I love I it. I like that. I, I like that in the coach. I love it. I like, I like that you have the same pack. I know. He said he was psycho. Oh my God. It was so wonderful. <laughs> and all this stuff. I'm like, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And, you know, bring it on, Doris. You know, it is interesting in terms of Leslie Frazier. Um, I've been a fan of his for so, a long time. I, I think it was when we hired Dick Jerron. Um, it might have been then that, that they interviewed Leslie Frazier for uh, for the head coaching position. I really wanted him back then. Um, he's He is such a consummate professional. What he's done in the last couple of years, because he's been you know around for a long time, but he's a guy that's willing to learn and not just kind of rest on his laurels. You've seen him do a lot more in-game adjustments than when he first became defensive coordinator. So I think his relationship with McDermott has been very solid. And now McDermott trusts him. Remember the one game, I think it was a couple of years ago when McDermott took over for yeah. Frazier in a game. It was like, what is going on? Yeah. But I wondered, you know, is that going to cause an issue? Or it didn't. No, it really didn't. And that's the kind of guy that Leslie Frazier is. And I pray that he gets a head coaching position because he deserves it more so than so many others that have already gotten the jobs. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, I, I thought he should have got it last year, but I think the whole thing kind of put a little, like, a little dip in it. But, like, look at the Denver Broncos. Oh, please. Do we have to? <laughs> Let's not. I think she cut out. Yeah. Well, Nautica, I will say one thing about the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Um, they made a mistake, you know, with Russell Wilson that they're going to pay dearly for $245 million worth of a mistake. Yeah. I don't know if it's Wilson though, or if it's the coaching right now. I I, I don't know. <laughs> Wilson looks fat and he looks slow. I, 
And, and you I know think what? it's I'm, a combination, though, because I think they're trying to keep Wilson in a pocket, and Wilson is not a pocket quarterback. He isn't, to, but he needs to, to lose roll out. He can run and keep him in the pocket, and not. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a combination, I think. Yeah. Nautica, Nautica what you were saying? I think we lost you for a minute there. Yeah. Oh, still. All right. Nope. Still. Okay. Um, all right. So we're on the bye, but there's a game next week. I need your guys' prediction of this Packers game. And Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. And I don't want the real Aaron Rodgers to come up no time soon. So what's your <laughs> predictions and your take? Any yeah, I, I think that we're we're gonna um, keep the winning going. I you know love primetime games in, in Buffalo. Uh, I think we'll, we'll rise to the occasion. Um, I believe the spread is like eight and eight eight and a half. I think we're gonna cover it. So right now, I my prediction is thirty four twenty four. Um, but if, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't show up, I don't think that they score, you know, three touchdowns on us. So uh, I my my prediction might change a little bit going forward. But right now I'm saying 34-24. Okay, I'll take the next step up. They play the command the Packers play the commanders today, which is kind of interesting. Um, and and if they if they lose this game against the pack uh, the commanders. Um, that's going to be interesting because then they'll have lost several games in a row um, coming into Buffalo. But I'm, I'm thinking the same way as Sarah in that I, I don't see this game. The Packers aren't the Packers this year, and Aaron Rodgers is not Aaron Rodgers this year. I think he's missing Devontae Adams. Mentally, I don't know if, if Rodgers is checked out or what, but he just doesn't seem to be playing with the same level of fire um, that he normally does. Maybe that'll come around. Um, hopefully not next, you know, Sunday. Yeah, he got paid. He got paid. He doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, T you here, you know, let's, let's not get the, um, you know, the real Aaron Rodgers. Thank you very much. I'm going to say 38, 28 bills. I think we handle business. Um, I think that, that the Packers are going to, you know, they're going to come to play, especially if they lose, you know, to the commanders, they're going to have a sense of desperation. Um, I might change that, you know, prediction, but right now I'm saying 38, 28 bills. All right. Well, I'll do my prediction. I think this crapped out, but um, Packers look bad, really bad. Mm. Uh, my brother's a Packers fan. He's so I have a little investment in the Packers and he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, I don't know what's going on with this team. I've I've never seen this before. Like uh, Aaron Waters looks absolutely washed. Like him and Brady look similar to me. It looks like they don't want to play football, but they contractually obligated to play football. I don't know what's going on, but um, their offense looks really bad. Their new receivers um, can't catch the ball, and it's really weird to watch. Just like they are so used to the Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers show, and you're watching these rookies go out and there and they can't. Seem to do their job. Like he's he's only throwing to Randall Cobb, and that's it. He's, he's literally not throwing to anybody else. Um, also, their offensive line is having a lot of problems. They have a lot of injuries in the offensive line. 
Sonny mm. Rogers have has no time to throw the ball and has no time back there. Um, their defense looks good. It looks yeah, better Randall than last injured. Oh yeah, he's injured, so now they're really down, really down bad. But um, their defense looks good, especially with Jair Jair Alexander backfield. They definitely look a lot better than they did last year. But I think because their offense is so bad that their defense kind of gives up when they're like trying to like keep the lead. But I I definitely think we're gonna win this game. I'm my echo is Sarah like thirty eight twenty. Like I I don't think they'll score more than twenty points, Packers because our defense is a lot better and their offense is terrible. So and and their offense their special teams is also terrible. Like yeah. they have given up more block punts than I've seen in a lot of, a long time, man. Like it's it's crazy. So it'll be I interesting think, to see if we try to exploit that because yeah, we don't I, usually try to. So it'll be interesting because they they're not good. So. I think we're going to win 38-20, and we can avenge the 2018 rookie Josh Allen year where we got shut out by the Packers. So Yay. hopefully that's what they use for pulls. So what's your chance? Oh, is that what you <laughs> – um, I don't have a prediction. We're going to win the game. That's my <laughs> prediction. We're going to win. Cheater. 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 <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but I thank you guys for coming out today. I like this is awesome. This is you made my day. You made my day. I'm gonna watch football now with a beer and just relax. Bills aren't playing. Yes. So relax Sunday and watch. Yeah, it feels it feels great though, knowing that like so, it's a day full of football. It's a day for a football. We don't have to worry about a thing. I yes. love it. Yes. <sighs> All right, ladies. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. I have so much fun with you guys. Do it again. You guys are awesome. Yes. Yes. We are going to do this again. Um, I'm pushing towards like the end of the season, but I'll let you guys know when that's going to happen like pre-playoff because i love the conversation even though i'm not really involved i still love hearing the conversation yes pre-playoffs for sure um but out of here i appreciate it average podcast in the 716 i am your host t with the bills mafia peace out always go bills go bills bills. This has been Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with your host T on the Built in Buffalo Network. Go Bills!